Welcome back, everybody, to episode 13 of the Dylan Krasinski Show. We are here. It is Sunday night. Really waiting to the last minute to get this one out for you. I am extremely tired. It's about 9 o'clock at night. I was out extremely late last night, but you know what I said? You guys. You guys are what keep me keep me going. And you know what? I knew. I was like, I got to get on, you know, upstairs and do this podcast for you, for you. So if you're listening right now, this one is for you. If you're watching, it's also for you. Um, I did, I, fuck man, I had, uh, I just had an exhausting weekend and now it's Sunday. I was going to do this. I was going to sit down and record this. I had stuff I wanted to talk about on Friday, but as per usual, I delayed, I procrastinated and I went out last night I mean, at this point, if you do more than, like, one thing in a weekend day, I'm just, like, fried for, like, days. I'm not even hungover right now, but I'm just, like, exhausted, tired. Yesterday, I went in. I went out in the city, and uh, I met up with some friends from law school who were in town. It was great, but we went and got brunch at noon. Then, I went to another friend's. This was downtown financial district. By the World Trade Center. Then, that's at noon. Had a couple drinks. Feeling good. It was one of those days yesterday. Do you know when you, like, get drunk? It was so long that you, like, get drunk and sober up multiple times throughout the day. You always know that's a problem when that starts happening. Like, I, yesterday around, like, 6.30 in the afternoon, at night in the afternoon, I start. I was, like, drunk at 5. And then at, like, 6.30... I was getting real sober. I started getting a headache, like I'm hungover already. And then I got drunk again at like 8. So let me give you the rundown. I went and met friends, so I had to wake up early. I had to wake up early because I'm out on Long Island, as you know. Uh, I had to wake up early, had to go take the Long Island Railroad. And let me just tell you, the Long Island Railroad can suck my nuts, okay? Like, what a bunch of dickbags. They're doing service right now on the weekends weekend service so if you want to take the train a a ride that's typically 45 50 minutes is now two hours so you got to get on the train at huntington cold spring harbor they shoot you horizontally across the island north to south shore to babylon you get on another train so one train then a second train then a third train at babylon that brings you all the way into penn station Nightmare. Alrighty. So I'm up early. I get the train into Penn Station. I go all the way downtown, Penn Station, all the way downtown to meet these friends from law school for a nice little brunch. I have this, uh, like a mojito cocktail packed with alcohol on an empty stomach, of course, drinking those, boozing hard, catching up with friends, having a good time. All of a sudden, an hour and a half goes by. I am drunk, wasted. We go to another bar, a little dive bar, get another drink there. Then I have to go and meet my friends uh, whose birthday it is um, in Brooklyn. So I go all the way into Brooklyn. I take an Uber and don't get me started. The New York City Ubers are out of control. It's out of control. Just because it's in New York City, you have a congestion fee, you have a a New York State tax, you have a luxury car tax. If you take an Uber in the city, 
it's going to be like 25 to 30% more than it would be if you just were right out of the five boroughs. I've taken an Uber home to Long Island from Hoboken before. I will say I've taken an Uber from uh, Manhattan, from the city to Long Island, and it's not great. It's like a hundred bucks. But sometimes, you know, it's warranted, it's worth it. You can suck it up and pay that money. It's not great. You can't do it all the time. But 100, 120 bucks in Manhattan, I've taken it from Hoboken, from Jersey City, all the way to Long Island. Now you're adding another from Manhattan, you're adding another 25 minutes onto the ride, 25 extra minutes, and it's about $40 cheaper. So that's how you know it's a problem that the taxes are way too high on Uber. They're targeting Ubers to prop up the failing and dying cab industry. I hate it. I hate it so much. It infuriates me. So anyway, I get this Uber all the way to Brooklyn. Go meet my friend, my friend Kayla. Sometimes she listens to the pod. Shout out to her. Happy birthday. Uh, we go. She has a great party happening in Brooklyn. And at this point, I'm like starting to sober up a little bit. Then we go to this patio where it's all these like, it's like Mexican food, tacos. Uh, We have these like margaritas that are just like, start drinking those and all of a sudden I'm drunk again. Drunk again. I get this taco. Tacos were good. I got these two tacos and then I got something that said, uh, what you know about me, I'll try anything. I'll eat all foods. I'll try any food. I usually like all food. Very rarely do I dislike a food. And even if I dislike it, I'll still eat it. I'm never going to throw something away, right? I get this taco yesterday. The description was uh, ceviche, which is going to be like raw seafood. And it said crispy calamari, crispy octopus. So I'm picturing either like a grilled or fried octopus or like a calamari type thing. Let me tell you, this thing came. I've never been so excited about something based on how it looked and then so disappointed in it by how it tasted it tasted horrible it was horrible it was it was this like nice fried crispy shell and it looked like it was covered in melted cheese like it looked so good that melted cheese it turns out was like this this like lime sauce oh my god it was cold when you picked it up i expected it to be hot with melted cheese and it was cold like the taco was like ice cold like it was in the fridge you know not good i bit it it was like biting into a lime that was like it was like milk lime if that makes sense it was like milk like lime flavored milk it was so bad i passed it around i made other people try it to share in the experience of of pain with me i was like hey have you guys had this lime taco that's filled with seafood and ceviche no get a bite and then i would be like it's horrible but share this with me and a couple people did thankfully and we were like yeah then we're in it together then that ends around like 6 30 and i'm pretty drunk then we all get in an uber and go all the way up to the upper east side do you know how far the upper east side is from park slope brooklyn it's like a 45-minute Uber ride, cab ride. And at that state, we're not taking the subway. We're not taking the subway. So here's me sitting in the front. We also put extra people. Like the Uber driver said we could only get six in. So I sat in the front and d- distracted the Uber driver so we could get a seventh person in the car. 
I'm just chatting it up with this guy, trying to find our similarities and things we have in common so we can squeeze a seventh girl in the back seat. Like, oh yeah, let's put four people across across the back roads. And I'm just chatting up. I'm like, yeah, oh, how long have you been driving for, for Uber? Tell me about, oh wow, that is interesting. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Honestly, we really connected though. What started as like a, a kind of a, a, a premise to distract, I think I made a new friend. We exchange numbers. We're going to have dinner together. It's going to be a great time. But anyway, so now I'm like drunk in the front seat of this Uber going from Brooklyn to the Upper East Side. We get in the, we, we, we're in the Uber. We're just hitting traffic, traffic after traffic. Now I'm starting to sober up. By the time we got to the Upper East Side, I was completely sober again. Then we go to a bar, got drunk again, met these two dudes who were hanging out with us, talked way too much about LeBron James, which, you know, that seems to be the only thing I want to talk about now, about how great LeBron James is. I know it gets on people's nerves. <laughs> That's all I want to talk about. I, I'll, I'll meet someone. We'll be watching sports. It doesn't even have to be basketball. We could be watching anything. And I'm like, what do you guys think about LeBron James? And they're like, eh, I'm not a fan. And I'm like, let me change your mind in 29 minutes. You have 30 minutes to talk about LeBron James right now because I'm about to convince you of why he's the greatest basketball player and one of the greatest people to ever live. And people are like, you know what? I think I got to go to the bathroom. I don't think I can have this conversation. So we go to the bar, chatting it up, having a great time. Eventually, I ended up at a karaoke bar somewhere. And you know what? That was the night. So right now, yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm very tired. I'm very tired. You can probably see it in my eyes. You can see it in the bags under my eyes. But having a good weekend, you know, that's what it's all about, though. Having a good weekend, having a nice time making memories, baby. Right. So that's where we are. You know, that that is that is where we're starting here. Uh, watch the games today. Hanging out. Uh, LeBron is not in it, unfortunately. But, you know, um, I'm pulling for the Suns. That's who I want. That's who I want to win. I want the, the Phoenix Suns to win it all. As long as I don't have to watch the goddamn Nets and the goddamn Clippers play each other, I'll be happy. Any other team other than the Clippers and the Nets, I'm sweating profusely would be great to watch. I would love, I dude, I don't want to watch fucking Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, like fucking try to win a championship. I don't care. I don't want to watch KD, Kyrie and Harden and Blake Griffin try to team up to win a ring together in this fucking city that doesn't even appreciate them. Like we don't care about the Nets. And now all these people that you're starting to see these people who are like, Oh, the, the Nets. Yeah. I live in New York. I, I like the Nets. It's like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. You don't know. You don't know. There are, like, KD and Kyrie, very good basketball players. Two of the most unlikable, naturally unlikable people. Like, KD is so petty that he, he, this podcast has fucking 100 people that listen to it. He'll find this podcast of me talking shit and tweet at me. Dude, the guy, this is the guy, this is a guy who had burner accounts on Twitter and was going after fans, needling them. Nita being like, you don't know what you're talking about. Katie's the best, but it's him. It's actually him on Twitter. Like, what what kind of loser does that? You're one of you're one of the top three basketball players alive. You make millions of dollars a year, and you're making fake troll Twitter accounts to go after fans who are like some fucking fat loser in the middle of the country who lives in their parents' basement who's just like on their computer like katie you suck and he's like i do not suck you suck <laughs> he's just going at him like come on kevin come on kevin 
spend your millions another way. Keep taking Lana Rhodes out to dinner. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing that. Get off Twitter. But yeah, he's such like a petty person. And then Kyrie, I mean, uh, I, I, it's almost like he's, it's intentional. Like how unlikable he is. I, I have to think it's intentional. Like he, he constantly will play like the victim, like people don't like me, but then he'll do shit. That's like, like stepping on, <laughs> stomping on the fucking Celtics logo in mid, mid court or whatever at half court, like stepping on the face of the leprechaun. Like, that's just such a, like a stupid thing. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, dude? I mean, it's, it's almost, it's him doing that is as stupid as the people who actually got upset that he did it. But it's one of those things where he's like, why doesn't anybody like me? And then he does things like that that are just so unlikable. It's like, yeah, man. It's constantly like he's he's begging. He wants people to like him, but can't he can't seem to do anything to make fans like him. Like everything he does is so unlikable. Oh man. So he just got hurt today though in the uh in in the earlier game today. Bucks and six, that's what I'm saying because of that. So Kevin Durant's gonna carry this team by himself. The team's barely played together. I don't think they've played any game like before the playoffs, they'd played like 13 games together all season. All three of that big three. But yeah, I uh, as long as I don't have to watch them in the finals or the Clippers in the finals, I'll be happy. Because I do not do not want to watch that. KD's a ring chaser. He's a ring chaser. And like the worst kind. You could say LeBron is chasing rings, but he's always at the forefront of ring chasing. KD will never escape the fact that he lost to a Warriors team. Couldn't beat this Warriors team with... Again, James Harden and uh, Russell Westbrook couldn't beat Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. So instead of trying to beat them the next year, he just was like, I'm going to go play for that other team. Okay? I'm going to go play for the, the Warriors who we just couldn't beat. Like, that's a really bad look. And um, I think that history will, once once it's all said and done and the it, the NBA history will remember him. That will that will stain his legacy, no matter really how many more rings he wins. I think that will be a hard thing for a lot of people to overcome. LeBron left teams, but he always like created the 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 energy. He he would go to like a team like Miami who stunk, you know. And Dwayne Wade was there and made them okay, but like it was Dwayne's team, but it very much became. Like, Miami is Dwayne Wade's city, but that team was LeBron's team. Kevin Durant goes to this team. It's It was always Steph's team. Like, even though Kevin Durant got the finals MVP, it was always Steph's team. Like, Steph will be remembered, I think, historically as a better and more impactful player than Kevin Durant. Maybe not all around a better player, but definitely um, more influential, influential. He changed the game. Um... So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, as long as I don't have to freaking watch uh, the Clippers or the Nets go at it, I'm hoping both of them lose. That would be a, ideal. And we can go on about our day. So that's it. Um, I was, uh, what else is going on this week? I So I realized this. I have a fear. Um, this is something, <laughs> I've always had this fear. I don't know if it's movies that do it, TV shows that do it. But I have this fear of like being buried alive. 
I think it's a common fear. I think a lot of people have that fear. It's one of those things, like, as a, as a kid, I was always nervous that, like, after you die, they, like, would fuck up and not realize that you were dead and they would bury you and you would just wake up under the ground. I used to have nightmares about it. Like, it was a, a fear, you know? Um, and for some reason, I thought of that uh, recently. I think we were watching TV or something, and I, and I saw it, and I was like, God, that's, like, such a fear. And I was like, I was like, I used to be, to rationalize it by being like, I have such a fear of that happening to me. I know it's an irrational fear of dying and then them being like, oh, is, is he dead? And then just, like, waking up under the ground that I would like to be cremated when I die. So that is just not even a possibility. So I said that kind of half joking, half serious to my brother and uh, Peter, and he rationalized it by going, well, Dylan, don't worry. Like that could never happen because after you die, they totally disembowel you and like take out all your organs and do all that stuff. So like, even if you weren't dead, you're definitely dead as they prepare you for burial. So as, as disturbing as that was, it weirdly made me feel so much better like so much better where I was like, you know what, Peter, that's, that's great to hear. Thank you. You know, that, that, that's nice. That, that warms my heart. Like that, that, you know, I'm not going to wake up under the ground because some guy, uh, who's eating a sandwich is filling me with formaldehyde, you know, formaldehyde. Is that what it's called? So that was just something, a uh, fun thing that happened. A nice little conversation. And, uh, yeah, it was, um, <clears throat> real, Real, uh, oh man, that, that and heights are like the two things that I'm really, you know, paralyzingly ner like scared of. Like, I don't like rats, but I'm not like terrified of rats. You know, I guess if I was dropped in like a big vat of rats, yeah, I would be paralyzed with like fear and they'd probably eat me alive. So like, I wouldn't like that, but yeah, heights and, uh, and uh, buried alive. Like those are the things that scare me. I don't like, I don't like heights to be on like a roof deck, a roof deck party. I have to have a few drinks before I get comfortable up there. You know, I don't like to be on top of a roof deck, like super high up. And everyone's like, look at us. We're again, listen, if you know, we were supposed to be on these high buildings, we would be given wings. You know, we would be able to survive these high falls. We're playing with God here. We're testing the limits of like, what, what? Are we even supposed to be up here? We shouldn't be. Let's get keep our feet on the ground. That's what I always say. Keep them on the ground. I don't like bridges for that reason, too. I have friends. I have friends in New York who are like, oh, my goal is to walk across every bridge in Manhattan. I'm like, you crazy? I don't even like driving over bridges. I hate them. They're too high up. They make me nervous. They make me nervous. I don't like it. Um, I was in the gym. I was in the gym the other day, and I saw a guy walk in. Uh, listen, I don't, I'm not going to judge people on what they wear to the gym, their attire, but I do notice it. Okay. So this guy walks in, no joke. It sounds like I'm making it up. Polo shirt, yellow polo shirt, cargo shorts, like khaki cargo shorts, and then sandals that are like the kind, not the like flip flops, but like the kind that like strap in. So you, you, you got a little, you could walk quickly you could run in them but like they're they're sand like tivas is that what they're called tivas so he walks in like that immediately goes to the pull-up bar and i'm like looking at him like huh what's what's going on with this guy walks over there immediately starts doing fucking full-on muscle-ups just like pull-ups pulling himself over the bar just like doing full-on muscle-ups like one of the most difficult gymnastic 
gymnastic maneuvers in all of weightlifting, bodybuilding, working out is a, is a muscle up. And this guy's cranking them out like effortlessly. And I looked at him and I realized I was like, huh, that guy has the confidence of like, he's everything I, I dislike about people and everything I want to be all in one person. He, he is to have that amount of confidence to wear that in a gym to know like, Hey, I'm about to be a boss. I wonder if he does it on purpose. So people will stare at him to be like, why is this guy wearing cargo shorts and, and sandals? It's very, that's beach, beach attire. That's not workout gym attire, cranking out muscle ups. And yeah, it was wild. It was, <laughs> I, I just watched him. He cranked out like 10 in a row and then like pause. And he was just like shaking his arms out. And I'm like, this guy's unbelievable. This guy's just fucking unbelievable. And then he went and ran, you know, a seven, seven mile, four minutes a mile. I was talking to someone last night, actually at the party. This is funny. I was talking to someone last night where they were talking about uh, running. They're a big runner and they run marathons and shit. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. I was like, what do you, uh, like what, how fast do you run like it in now? I think like a very quick time. I think average time is like four hours. 26.2 miles. I think average time is like four, four hours, which is like what, like a 10 minute mile. Like if you do 26, 10 minute miles, I think that's pretty average. I, I don't really know, but I'm talking to this guy and I was like, how fast did you run the marathon in? And he goes, Oh, like two and a half hours. I was like, excuse me. I was like, what is that per mile? He was like, Oh, it's like five minutes a mile. I was like, geez, I was like, dude, if I had to one, if I had to run one mile in five minutes and there was like a billion dollars on the line, I don't know if I could do it. It would have to be an all out sprint, all out sprint for a billion dollars. I could probably like, or even just like any amount, a hundred thousand dollars. I would try it. You know, I would just try, I might just try it tomorrow and then report back if I could do it, but you really have to hoof it, you know? five minutes and then to do that 26 times in a row that's out of control that's out of control i i don't know how this kid fucking functions it was too much uh yeah very uh, and then he's like i asked him i go i was like oh shit so you like you like qualify for marathons he goes oh yeah i'm not raising money for charity Which is how most people, I mean, if you don't know, that's how most people qualify for marathons is they raise money for a charity and it gets them an invitation to do the marathon. The other way you get in is you qualify, but you have to be like so fucking fast to qualify to run the marathon on your own like athletic ability that I'm talking to this kid and he was like, it was so funny the way he said it because he was like, oh yeah, I'm not some piece of trash who has to raise money uh, for a charity to run, he goes, no, 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 no. I'm way too quick. I'm way fast enough to like get in there. I'm, I might win the marathon. He said, yeah, he said it with the, with the mentality and attitude of like, I might win the marathon. Okay. <laughs> They're lucky to have me, which I just love that amount of confidence. I was like, fuck yeah, man, more power to you. Like I, I dig it. What the fuck is that? I thought there was a bug on my leg. <laughs> Uh, keeping it in, not going to edit that out. You guys can keep that. Oh boy. I'm tired. I'll tell you that. I, uh, what are we at? We're at 24 minutes, 23 minutes. 
I'd want to give you a full 30, but uh, I'm not going to lie. I feel myself fading. I feel myself fading hard. And, uh, yeah, I don't even know what else to talk about. I, I, I feel like, stay with me here. I feel like the, I've talked a lot about the NBA and sports a lot. The NBA is my favorite, like, the NBA playoffs are my favorite, like, time of year. More so than, like, the MLB playoffs. If the Mets aren't in it, it's hard for me to get invested in other teams, like, in other baseball teams, you know? I, I do it for football. Like, I'll watch all, like, the, you know, playoff games for football, even though the Jets stink. But the NBA, like, I'm a Knicks fan, but I get invested in every single series. I love watching every single game because um, they're all good. Like, now the the the, te- the league is so young. And we're seeing, like, a, I think right now we're seeing kind of a, a passing of the torch moment a little bit that we kind of saw when, like, LeBron and Carmelo and Dwayne Wade uh, were kind of coming into their own. They were getting a little older as kind of like, as kind of like Kobe and Tim Duncan and Garnett. They were all getting, and Dirk, like, they were kind of in in the later years of their career. They were kind of getting up there. They were about to retire, a lot of them. We're seeing that now. We're seeing that now, like a lot of these older stars who will probably play for a, you know, a little while longer, at least LeBron, like LeBron, Chris Paul, Carmelo, those are like the oldest guys in the league right now, some of them. Um, But then you have also guys like, uh, who else? Like Kawhi is not super young anymore. I think he's like 27, 28. You know, he's like in the prime, probably prime of his, his career. Uh, but the, the scary thing is you have all these young guys who are, I mean, you have like six guys who are under 25, under 24. Um, a lot of them were like 22, 23, 21, uh, who were very good. Like Trey Young on the Hawks, uh, Donovan Mitchell on the Jazz, um, Booker on the Suns, Luka on the Mavericks, Jokic on the, on the um, reigning MVP, on the Nuggets. Like, you have all these young players who are kind of going to come take over the league, and it'll be interesting to watch um, how the league adapts because the league has been dominated by LeBron for the last 18 years. And really, the last 10 years. I mean, nine finals in a row? Come on. You can't beat that. That's out of control. Nine finals in a row, nine and nine ten years. 10 years, eight in a row, nine and 10 years. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to watch and I can't wait to see it. Uh, this was a shorter episode. It was a shorter episode, but you know what? I'm very tired, very tired. And, uh, I blame, you know, my partying self who went out, really lived it up last night. And, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to do this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, these are out every Monday on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, full video on YouTube, clips on my Instagram at Dylan Krasinski and TikTok at Dylan Krasinski. Um, if you can and you want, leave a review, a comment on Apple Podcasts. Those are super helpful. They definitely um, help with the visibility of all that stuff. So yeah, um, if this is your first time listening, uh, come on back for more. If you've been here every week, thank you so much. Uh, we will see you next week, next Monday. Thank you and good night.